We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. To the Mystic, Mystic Party, Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor of occult studies at Wisconsin University. Oh, the uni- not the University of Wisconsin, Wisconsin University, no. WU. Yeah, it's an online deal. Oh, so, mm-hmm. what are you teaching there right now? Uh, right now, I'm teaching uh, ancient harp. Oh, you teach people how to play the harp? No. It's more like ancient harping is actually the correct title of the course, and it's uh it's where you, har- you go and you harp about things, you harp on things, you know, you really know. Oh, like harp the verb. Yeah. Now that means when you go and you complain about something. You go complain about someone's behavior. But like you won't you won't leave it alone. That's what harping is, right? You right. go and you're like that. I can't get over that. Yeah. So it's, an ancient the ancient times. element of it is you're doing it on things people would have done back then mm. like uh you barfed outside of the vomitorium oh yeah yeah I, you didn't clean my and you just don't my stop washing urn about, yeah you don't stop talking about that ah oh, sounds like a fun uh, class yeah so you know at the beginning of the podcast at the beginning of the podcast what's that noise <laughs> <laughs> you, are you choking pod- yeah no there's a little static on your dial oh okay you, know, I'm sorry. you need to adjust your dial i'm sorry um, Oh, uh, at home, I see, I get yeah. it. Uh, yeah, at, sorry. At Feral Audio, here at Feral Audio, oh, yeah. we keep the electricity running by your by, We have like those little bicycles where you like <laughs> uh-huh. buy, you spin. That we bought on Amazon. And then we just spin on them, and that's how we keep the electricity running, like little mice. So please go click on uh, help out our artists and uh, buy something through Amazon if you need it. Yeah, you just click on the button and then you go and you buy stuff like Amazon like you normally on Amazon like you normally would. Mm-hmm. And for example, you maybe you want to buy an exercise bike cuz mm-hmm. maybe you want to listen to this podcast while exercising. That's true. That's when I listen to my podcast is while exercising. Speaking of exercise bikes, on the way here, I was driving down the road and I'm, I see some flashing police lights. I think, what is that? Who who's in trouble now? Is there an accident? They pulled over an old man on a unicycle. How old? <laughs> he was probably like ancient sixties. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You know what? I'm for that. Why? Because so many reasons, but I don't think old people should drive, and I don't think they should ride. I don't think anybody should ride a unicycle. You don't think? Okay. So. Yeah. So a lot of reasons. Yeah, that's kind of two different issues. Yeah. But, well, uh, that's really weird. I thought it was a little sad. The unicyclist looked fairly upset. Oh, I wonder if he, well, he may broke, maybe he broke a law. They probably have to wear a helmet or something. 
Oh, probably. Some sort of state oppression. Hey, we have a guest in the studio today. It's uh, it's Megan Joy here in the studio with us, everybody. Oh, hello, hello. Hey, thanks for coming in to Mystic Party on Feral Audio. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Um, how's your day going? You're wearing a crazy shirt that looks like it's Lisa Frank, but instead it's like a demon. Yeah, it's like Lisa Frank took lots of drugs and vomited on a shirt, and okay. I'm wearing it. Did you it. get that on Amazon? No, threadless. Mm. Oh. Which, I mean, maybe get... Amazon has something just as cool. Yeah. Maybe. Totally. It's possible. What was the last thing you bought on Amazon? Oh, God. I, feel like I really plug an Amazon every Literally time. everything on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. It's good. My whole life. Probably a plant. I don't know. Mm. Uh, a plant? Mm. Wow. We may need to get in that later because <laughs> I have so many questions about that. Um, but you're here because you and I have something in common. I'm Southern California's leading psychic. You also have some psychic abilities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am a prophet. Oh, okay. More mm-hmm. of a prophet. So, yeah. yeah uh-huh. I can see the future. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, it's pretty exciting. Unfortunately, I can only, you know, see things that probably aren't super helpful. Mm-hmm. Like Zane's going to fart in 30 seconds. Oh. I, I don't fart. <laughs> So uh-huh, uh-huh, that's okay. going to happen. Um, like a couple days ago, I noticed that a guy was going to be hit by a train, but he was like 800 miles away, so there was really nothing I could do about it. Wow. Yeah, it's well, really cramping my style. It does sound like an issue. Okay, well, we'll put a pin in that and come back to it later. Um, and Because first we'd like to start the show with this week's Paranormal and Weird News Stories. News girl Sid in the house. Woo! Woo. News gal Sid. Sid. I know. I'm sorry. And I made buttons and they said the wrong thing. Anyway. They say the right thing. They say the right thing. Oh, and if you post a news story on our Facebook page, I'll send you a button. Sid will send you a button so she doesn't have to look up news stories. It's a lot of work, guys. So just post that news story and you get a button sent to your house. Yes. I'll do it, Sid. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. Creepy clown is walking around Green Bay. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Green Bay residents are posting online photos after seeing a clown late at night. According to NBC26, the clown started to pop up on the streets of Green Bay on Tuesday around 2 a.m. A Facebook page called Gags the Green Bay Clown has posts of future sightings of the clown. There's no crime being committed, but it's caused quite the concern in the community, said Captain Kevin Warich, the Green Bay Police Department. Warich told CBS 58 the police department received inquiries as to whether it was real from residents, but no calls for service. Since the clown is staying in public areas and out of the parks after hours, there's nothing illegal being done, according to Warich. Did we or did we not cover this news story? I don't remember it. I told you guys before the show that we covered this. No, <laughs> I don't remember. I just, it. I, I, but here's the thing: it was posted like it was posted like two days ago. Yeah, this is a recent story. August. Oh, maybe it's 3rd. a new. Hey, there's a, a new, new clown in town. There's a new creepy clown in yeah. town taking over. It does. For that other clown we covered yeah. about a year ago, yeah. and that clown also was scaring people. And also was walking around with balloons in his hands. It's real creepy it's so, photos, huh? Yeah, the photos are so scary. This is really scary. Oof. He's a creepo. I think cl- creepy clowns are the funniest clowns. No. You think they're the funniest clowns? Yeah. I think the funniest clowns are the kind that get out of cars when there's lots of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest joke clowns do. Gag. That's my favorite gag, <laughs> clown too. gag. Or I like the one where you go in to smell a flower. 
and it's squirts you right in the nose. Yeah. You like that when yeah. somebody humiliates you in front of a group of people? I don't like people? it when it's done to me. <laughs> like, I like it when it's done to somebody else. You like public humiliation. Mm, I think that if, here's the thing. If you volunteer, okay, like if you're at a magic show or clown show or anything where you have to volunteer to get on the stage, you are you get you are automatically you you're pro public yeah. humiliation of yourself, mm. Yeah. Mm. right? Mm-hmm. You're okay with being publicly humiliated. I mean, a lot of people are scared to go to those shows for that reason. But I, I mean, no, you like have to volunteer, are... and no one goes up there thinking they're going to be made into a star. Yeah, mm. like this is going to be there where <laughs> someone's going to hey, I saw you on that stage at the Magic Castle. I don't know. I, I'm gonna. I really want you to star in my movie. Make you a star. It does get confusing where people go to like a, an improvised show, and there's like some sort of like come up here and tell us about your family or come up here and tell us about your Facebook or something and then they get made fun of real hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then all the scenes are making fun of what they said Yeah, that's the worst. and then they feel some of them thought they were going to be a really cool funny guy yeah. and get up there and they were going to be funny well, they yeah, people do think they're going to be funny. I've been, I'm that person. I've been the monologist for face, for Facebook for uh, for very for a couple of improv shows, and they always make fun of me. But I always think it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They do a really good job. Yeah. It's about the attitude. Yeah. Some people get up there and they think I'm at a comedy show. Let me show these comedians how <laughs> funny I am. Mm. That's so horrible. That's the root. That's me sick. Oh, it makes you sick because yeah. you you do a lot of improv shows. Yeah, and when I see audience members like try really hard to be funny, it is the worst. You do not appreciate <laughs> it. No. Why? Because right. it's never funny, and it, they're trying so hard, and it's just painful for everyone. Uh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, rule. You learned heard it here first. I disagree. I try to. I go to every show and be funnier than the comedian. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I'll just stand up in the middle of the show and say, here's a better line. <laughs> you heard it here first and then immediately redact it. <laughs> All right, next news story. 80-year-old Polish temptress drugged and swindled suitors. Warsaw. Polish authorities have arrested an 80-year-old woman who allegedly drugged and then robbed a string of senior citizen suitors she met through newspaper Lonely Hearts adverts. During dinner, the predatory pensioner sprinkled Pam, a drug prescribed to treat anxiety but which induces sleep, onto her victim's food, a regional court in Babresko, southern Poland, heard. In one case, she stole 8,000 zlotsies, 1,800 euros, or $2,000. Is that funny to you? Zlotsies. Zlotsies? Okay, in jewelry, electronics, and cash from a 78-year-old who had invited her to his home in the nearby village of Skurzo. Skurzo. <laughs> the online... $2,000 of electronics is not that much electronics. It's not. It depends on if you're talking about... So MS- like a TV. MSRP or a resale. It's a lot of work to drug someone for just $2,000 worth of work. My story's not done. Okay, sorry. I'd never have imagined this lady was capable of doing something like this. Nor that she's 80, said District Prosecutor <laughs> Andrzej Lesniak. Evidence gathered by local police suggests the woman, identified as Janina M., used the same technique to rob a string of lovelorn seniors. The woman has denied any wrongdoing. During the course of their investigation, police found she had eight previous convictions for theft and fraud. If found guilty, the octogenarian faces up to 20 years behind bars. Not bad. So first of all, it is surprising that it was a woman. Okay. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine a woman being capable of guile? Barf. And an old old woman at that. 
the elderly aspect makes more sense because it's like she had a lifetime of doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zane, right. the conservative professor of uh, <laughs> occult studies, mm-hmm. weighs in on his gender uh, gender politics. Yeah. It's so sad if she goes to jail for 20 years because she'll die in there. Yeah, at that point. Shouldn't it just be life? Yeah. yeah. Did it's she poison be- them to death? I didn't say. I did No, because they just went to sleep. Oh. Uh, oh, they just went to sleep and then she stole it and then... Yeah. Seems like a bad harmless. plan mm-hmm. because then they'll be like, well, this stuff was stolen yeah. while I was asleep. It's probably this lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem like a good plan. Busted. She does not sound like a smart lady, this uh, no. temp- 80-year-old She's temptress. kind of a kind so old thief. Janina. Mm. Her name was the easiest thing to pronounce in that Here's story. the thing. What do you think she sell? Like, if you're 80... You don't know how to use the internet, so you're oh, not yeah. selling that shit on eBay. So where are you selling it? Just on the street, like hawking it? It's the thrill, the thrill of it's the thrill yeah, of the she's sell. Just outfitting her house with new technological. Oh, maybe items. That's maybe possible. they sell stuff differently in Poland. Oh, mm. how do you think they do that? <laughs> they, they sell it for, for schlotskis. <laughs> they still use pawn shops. <laughs> that might be a stereotype. They still <laughs> use them here in America. <laughs> Truth. But not as much as Craigslist. That's true. Well, you, your generation. Yeah, true. My generation still uses plenty of punch. Where are you going to get, <laughs> like, for example, you need uh, one of those things that, an edger. You know what I mean? Craigslist. Ew. What's an edger? Uh, ooh, what's an edger? I said, ew, what's an edger? <laughs> <laughs> an edger is when you get really close to the edge of your lawn. Oh. On the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. They call it edging. Do you have a sidewalk See, or a lawn? Gross, gross edging. I only know what that is because what is gross edging? It's because your dude, boyfriend talked about show. it. It's where you a, a man like masturbates almost to the point, and then he stops, and then he just hangs out like that all day. <laughs> Actually, TJ Miller talks about he talks about it. Of course, it's called hours. edging. Yeah. Why? Because I guess you just stay on the edge all day, yeah. and so all day you're kind of edgy. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that called like blue balls? Yeah, basically. Blue balls is when the man doesn't want to, to be, be edging. Ah, <laughs> uh, so it's really a matter of will. Yeah, yeah, it's a matter of who does it's, it upon it's who. It's a matter of a man's it's, it's will. Who does it. It's yeah. all in how you see it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Last news story. Okay. Bobby Brown, latest celeb to claim having sex with ghosts. I woke up and. Yeah, I was being mounted by a ghost. If Bobby Is that Brown, your Bobby Brown voice? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if Bobby Brown wants to say he's had sex with a ghost, that's his prerogative. prerogative. <laughs> Did you? Read you this? didn't read the story. You just knew it's it. It's a song. Yeah, I know. During his twenty twenty, you were waiting for my, that joke. I, I was ready. Okay. <gasps> This would never happen to Katie Kirk. <laughs> During his 2020 interview Tuesday night, the former New Edition singer told a new story about a very bizarre experience involving a ghost. About this mansion in Georgia. This was a really, really spooky place, Brown told Robin Roberts. But yes, one time I woke up and yeah, I was being mounted by a ghost. Brown didn't go into detail about his supernatural sex session, such as when it happened, but he emphasized he was completely sober when he did the deed. I wasn't high, Brown said. I was not tripping. (laughs) Brown isn't the first celebrity to claim they got down with a ghost. In April 2014, Ukrainian-born actress Natasha Blasik scared up a lot of publicity after claiming she had sex with a ghost on two occasions. 
and found the experiences really, really pleasurable. <laughs> Plastic said the first time happened when she was alone in her room. I was laying in bed, and then I felt something enter the room, and I couldn't see anybody. She said, according to the mirror, I could feel that somebody was touching me, and the hands were pushing me against my will. Oh, scary. And I could feel the weight of the body on top of me. I couldn't see anybody, but I could feel the pressure, the energy, the warmth pushing in different directions. She added, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it wasn't a one-night stand, either. The kinky ghost returned for a second romp a month later. In September 2012, Kesha aroused lots of publicity for her newly released single, Supernatural, when she told Ryan Seacrest the song was inspired by a randy romp with a male ghost. It's about experiences with the supernatural. But in a sexy way, she told Seacrest. <laughs> I had a couple of experiences with the supernatural. I don't know his name. He was a ghost. I'm very open to it. That's all. <laughs> oh, I love Kesha. Here's a uh, here's the most surprising part of that story to me is that Bobby Brown can still buy a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> here's the most surprising part of the story to me. Bobby Brown was in essence interviewed by a woman whose abbreviated name could have been Bobby Bobberts. <laughs> 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 Wait, what? <laughs> Her name was Robin Roberts, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Robin Roberts. It could have been Bobbin Roberts. Bobbin Roberts. Interviews Bobby Brown. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, man. You don't like that? No, I like it. I do yeah. like it. Okay. Um, that story was so scary. Like, if that happened, I read it thinking like, oh, God, why are we rating this as like a rape story? But then she was like, I enjoyed it. And it was a ghost. So... Mm. Wait, but you think it's okay for ghosts to rape? <laughs> no. That's what you just said. <laughs> no. Like, what is your stance on ghost rape? I mean, obviously it's bad. I just, I mean, it sounds fake to me. It's much th like, they didn't have sex with a ghost. Much like yeah. edging. Well. <laughs> it really is about the will of the person. It's the will of the person. Yeah. True, and I think true. that's generally what rape is about. Yeah. Think about it. Right, but with edging, it could either be done to you or for you. Yeah. Sure. And you could blame the other person if you didn't enjoy it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm. So, but with this, if with you enjoyed it, you're, you're pro. You're pro ghost. ghost. Rape? Well, Oof. I don't know. If it was good. Then it's just ghost intercourse yeah. at that point. <laughs> okay. um, the problem is there's no consent either way. Truth. Yeah. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Well, ha we don't know these ghosts weren't talking to them. I'm. Sounds like they weren't. They were just. I just feel like if a ghost engages in sexual intercourse with you, it's probably wanting to do it because a ghost could just float away. I'm not it doesn't have to be there. Suggesting that the ghost, ghost is being sexually right. assaulted. Oh, that's what I thought you were. You no. said there's no consent either way. I thought you meant the ghost was consenting no, or no, the person was consenting. There's no consent whether the person likes it or does not like it. Truth. There was no verbal. There is no. But I think if a ghost starts having sex with you and wants it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. Whoa. Also, it's not like you can like force the ghost. Yeah, it's non-corporeal. You can't touch it. Yeah, I mean, a this is all very a ghost <laughs> can be for can you know be in a pattern that is not uh, against its will. Mm, that's true. I d well, I wonder. This is this is obviously a job for the ghost police, and that's not what we are here for. Right. <laughs> that's that's a ghost police police issue. I'm completely conservative about ghost sex ethics. <laughs> I don't believe in doing it before marriage. You have to get married to a ghost first. You have to get married to the ghost. I don't believe in same sex ghost mm. sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Same sex ghost sex. <laughs> well, that's, uh, thanks for those news stories, Sid. Yeah. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. So nice to have you here. Yeah. Have fun. 
Okay. Um, so, Megan. Yeah. You are a modern-day prophet. Truth. Yes. How, how rad is that? I think it's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, like... Predict stuff. You're 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 like you're you're a Nostradamus. <laughs> Modern day. That's uh, great. Nostradamus. Ooh. A Nostradamus. The feminine version. Version. Yeah. Oh, Nostradamus. <laughs> is the feminist version. <laughs> the feminine version. Feminine version. We'll go with that. The feminine I'll feminist version. Put it version. on my business card. Oh, uh, Nostradamus. <laughs> um, so what's the problem? It sounds. I mean, look, it's not very helpful. But like, what's the issue? It sounds like you're you're living the life. You can predict some guy's gonna gonna fart you can predict some guy's gonna get hit by a train mm-hmm. those are two helpful things yeah i mean kind of i guess i can't really help them though so there's nothing i can do to help so maybe if i got the prophecy like a couple hours a couple days a couple years before i could mm. put some wheels in motion mm-hmm. it, right now it's really just a cool party trick i'd like to i'd like to market it into more so I've, so you're able to t- prophesize things right before they happen mm-hmm. or like while they're happening while they're happening okay yeah okay but while they're let's let's uh let's just uh, dissect that for a moment are you there when you prophesize it and it's happening or sometimes it's happening and you're not there and you're like i bet this is happening right sometimes now. it's happening and i'm not there and sometimes it's happening and i'm like in the other room so then i can go into that room so, and but, see it happening but so you you know it's happening you're not you're not going to be like oh you guys are doing a podcast right now because I would not consider that a prophecy. Yeah, no, like I prophesized that my boyfriend was having sex with another girl in our bedroom, but I wasn't in the bedroom. Mm. And then you went in there. Yeah, and then he was having sex. Well, that with sounds like a horrible situation. Did yeah. you not hear him having sex with another woman? I mean, I had just gotten home. Mm. So no, no, couldn't hear him. Mm-mm. Okay, so that what happened in that? Did you guys break up? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So you're saying you're single. Yeah, very single. Great. So you're saying it's not okay if a man uh, sleeps with someone else while you're dating them. True. Okay. Yes, that is exactly. We just want to get I'm those saying. points down. Yeah, definitely. Great. Definitely appreciate it. Great, great. Um, so you are thinking you want to you're you're trying to figure out a way to prophesize things sooner. Is this the issue you're having? Yeah, sooner or just more important things. Mm. Mm, like things that you think that could be relevant to people's problems yeah, on a larger scale yes mm-hmm. you know that word acquire like i could ask for more money from them for oh, these right. prophecies because right now oh, you're looking for a way to uh to make more monetize money. and to help people to help more people and make more money mm-hmm. monetize mm-hmm. and help people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you you want to be the richard branson of prophecy yeah and you were saying the first time this happened you were pretty young yes you were like six mm-hmm. and uh you realized that uh this kid was gonna fall off the slide mm. oh then, yeah yeah at a park right. yeah mm-hmm. and, and then you you're saying that you tried to catch him but you ended up actually pushing him yeah <laughs> i mean that was that was a trickier situation i think i was just like i didn't know what was happening and right. so my body was just like Bleh. oh i see mm-hmm. i see so mm-hmm. he may not have fallen off the slide if you hadn't been there right is that what we're possibly okay well and i have your biography here and in the sec it says in chapter three i didn't know you wrote a biography i did i did it was another it was another marketing push to you know get more clients yeah, yeah. oh you're all word. about the marketing Spread the push. word yeah yeah you're really working on your brand mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. called it's called i know that happened yeah it's a good name for it yeah that's the name of your biography mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I know what? that happened, but Megan. Why did you just tell her that that's the name of her biography? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm repeating what you're saying just to clarify, for, just for emphasis for people. Okay. Also, I do know that happened because I'm a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she knows it happened, but we also I that also happened. know that it happened. You know what happened? That she wrote a biography. There's a lot of knowing that going right. on here. That yeah. she wrote that biography. I knew she was going to write it before she wrote it. I don't know if she knew that. Okay. Well, I don't want to get too far into it. I don't want to... Too many spoilers with this biography. I know you want people to buy it. Um, there's a great teaser of it on Amazon. You can read a whole chapter. <laughs> um, it's about her uh, puberty years. Oh, where fun. Where these things really come out. Yeah, really hard. You're a big fan of this book, huh? I, I am, you know. It represents my cultural values. Zane didn't uh, mention when you came in that he's a big fan of yours. Oh, Zane. Yeah, yeah well... He really wanted you on the show. He is like... I just want to see if she knew this was going to happen. That's true. But did totally. you? Yeah, yeah. In this circumstance, I had a dream about it. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. But we had we already asked you to be on the show? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Oh, okay. There might have been like a voicemail, but I don't think so. Okay. All right. All right there, might well. have been, there might have been a voicemail. Um, well, let's take a call. People are interested in this. They're interested in your brand. They're they're interested in your... We have um, a lot of venture capitalists. Who yeah, a lot of venture capitalists <laughs> listen to this really show. great ideas about how to make money. We also Love have it. some people who are just, you know, home entrepreneurs mm -hmm. um, who listen to the show while they're doing their Etsy thing. Yeah, um, call. Love that. Can I get uh, line three, please? Uh, hello? Oh, hi. Who is hi. it? Hi, sweeties. Oh, this is my favorite show. My name is Junebug. <laughs> Junebug. Junebug, oh you're tickled. Yes, I'm just, I am love this show. It makes me laugh oh, so wow. much. Is your last name Bug? My name is Junebug Cortez, actually. Junebug oh. Cortez. Yes. So mm -hmm. your parents saying you're Junebug. Yes. Okay. Uh, because I was as cute as a little Junebug when mm -hmm. I came out, is what they said. Anyway, honey, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm a prophet, too. But I can only predict things like who's going to win the county pie contest and things like that. Oh, where do you live, Junebug? I live in... Yeah, you yes. sound oh, cool. a little bit like that, yeah. yeah. Yes, well, I've moved around a lot. I'm an army brat. <laughs> oh, sure. So I have all the accents combined. Uh, so anyway, I just want to say, I know exactly what you're dealing with, and I found a way to monotonize my prophecy. Ooh, do tell. You're going to monotonize them? Yes, exactly. So what I do, since it's only about the pies, is I tell all the ladies in town I know who's going to win, and for a small fee, I can make it more likely that they'll win. Also runs the contest. Oh, so you can rig it. I can rig it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait a second, uh, Miss Junebug. I, mean, I have a question. Yeah. So your husband runs the pie tasting contest. He does. Uh, Thirty years running. And so you, but so you always have. You think you know who's gonna win, but you can rig the contest. Yes. Well, I always know who's gonna win, but who cares if it's just based on taste and all that? So, cause I can make it based on who gives me the most money. Right. Okay. So you found a really good way to monotonize, monotonize yeah. this. Uh, I, think she, I think she's monetized. I, well, you know, I don't know what she's trying to do. Yeah. But, uh, so you find a good way to monotonize this, uh, yeah. this, this contest. Yeah, so you just got to do something like that, sweetie pie. Like say, oh, I'll tell you when you're gonna fart X for fifty dollars. <laughs> huh? Do you think people will pay for that? I mean, it's a pretty fun parlor <laughs> trick. Maybe if they're really drunk. Yeah. For fifty dollars. Do it at a carnival. Junebug. I think that you're you have really an inflated idea of what a, the price of a fart is. Hey, what is the price of a pie a pie winner? Well, it 
but I've made $500 on a really terrible peach cobbler pie. Oh, peach cobbler pie? So the yes. pie contest is which pie is the best pie, not who can eat the most pie. No, it's which pie is the best mm-hmm. pie. All right. I yeah. wouldn't be able to rig who can eat the most pie <laughs> unless I fed them before. I'm gonna monotonize that. So you are technically not a psychic or a prophet. You just game a system of pie, uh, pie bribery. No. Pie, you're in the pie bribery business. I may be in the pie bribery business, but I also always know which pie's the best before it goes in. I mm. try them all and I know. <laughs> so you're just good okay. in the pie tasting business. And the pie bribery business, but not the profit business. Well, no, I try all the pies, and I know which one my husband's gonna like best. So I'm a profit. I know which one he's gonna choose. So so close there, Junebug. Thank you so much. That's so you think nice. that she should just start charging people for her? Yes, and if you see a man's gonna get hit by a train, call him up. Say I have some important information I could save your life. I'll tell you for fifty dollars. Well, here's the problem. $50. She can't predict that far ahead of time. She predicts it right when it's happening. Yeah. Or it's like there's a time change. So I just can't. Oh, so, so there's a time change. So sometimes you predict it after it happens. <laughs> so sometimes it happens at 6 p.m. like in mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. but then when it's 6 p.m. rolls around, yeah. you, you predict it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just sounds like maybe you read the news. I mean, sometimes, though, like, I don't even know the phone number. Like, the prophecy is very selective. I think that you're getting confused as to something and when you just find something out so we probably need to get a handle on that because people are definitely not gonna pay you for stuff that you found out just by a normal source i do think you and junebug have a lot in common though in that you both don't understand what prophecy is uh i think i know pretty well uh another idea is you could just go be a news reporter and just report on all the things you're seeing and then you'd never have to do any research yes Right. Oh, you never—you just know the things. Have you she considered have to... just getting a job? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've had some jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't work out very doesn't well. Sense. It's hard for people like us to keep a job. And people look up to us too much, and it's a lot of pressure. I worked oh. at a bakery once, yeah. um, and someone purchased a brownie who was lactose intolerant, and I told him that he was going to have a lot of diarrhea later. Gross. So people really didn't like hearing prophecies like that. No, not mm. when you're purchasing food. Yeah, no. Also, maybe you should have told them that Why? there was dairy in Oh, I mean, he knew. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, well, I that mean, seems like a poor choice. That's on him. That's on him. Well, I don't know if we were blaming you anyway. It still upsets people. It's hard to keep a job. I yeah, know. sure, oh, sure, I know, sure. Sweetie, I know. All right, well, Junebug, thank you for calling. We really appreciate it. Um, I pretty much doubt that Junebug has ever had a job in her life. Uh, <laughs> You're uh, still so on the line. Let me hold it. Hang up the phone. I'm hanging Someone up. please hang up that phone. Sounds like a real welfare queen. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because I don't agree with it. That's the thing. That's what we need to understand. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Well, um, okay, Hillary. Keep, that is true. <laughs> you just keep it over there. Guys, I'm with her. Um, all when right, we get well, the emails, we're going to find out. <laughs> um, all well, right. She used to be on welfare. Megan. <laughs> so yes. you're, we're basically looking for a way. The major problem we're having here is we're looking for a way to monetize your predictions. Yes, monetize my insignificant predictions <laughs> or create a fuller prophecy. How well did this biography do? Your biography, which is called, I already knew that. What is it called? Uh, it was called 
I, I knew that. Uh-huh. It did pretty well um, in some specific right genres. Yeah, like a couple cons. Oh, yeah. Super popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Zane liked it. And Zane really liked it, I yeah. I loved it. I wrote about it on my blog. Thanks, Zane. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, it's called Conservatize This. Mm. Dot com. It just, uh, you can use the conservative. What's that called? Google. Google? Google. Google.com? Yeah. All right, let's take another call. See if we have any more uh, people who are willing to give you some advice, help you out. If what? anyone has kind of like a suicide, like witch doll that I could put into my soul, that would probably help with the prophecies as well. That's a suicide, suicide witch, witch doll. Can you get more specific? I mean, just really like anything that you can find like hidden deep within the ground that's thousands of years old. So you want to boost your psychic energy? Yeah, that would oh, be I great. see. Because you think if you boost them, you'll be able to predict things farther ahead of time. Farther ahead of time, better things. I yeah. just want to say, as a psychic, game. I was born with my powers, um, but. You know, if you want to enhance them in another way, I mean, I'm not, I don't approve, but let's, we could talk about it. Yeah, you know, that's your about. life. I think that you can make some money off what you got, you know? That would be great. But, that uh, would be great, guys. Oh, um, line three, please. Who is this? Who is calling me? Uh, no, you called us. Sorry, you called our line. Who is this? No, no, oh. you called us. Uh, we, we don't call out on these lines, actually. We cannot dial out on line three if at all. If you're prank calling me, you need to tell me who you are. Sorry, can you tell us who you are, uh, Who I am? I'm not a hoot owl. I'm an owl. Oh, Just you're a an regular owl. owl. You're an owl. I'm a barn owl. Oh, we called a barn owl? That's right. Oh, interesting. Are you sure you didn't call us? Now, how in the hell would an owl know how to use the phone? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. Who this is, is this? This is the Mystic Party Podcast. Oh. Okay. I'm listening to this podcast right now. Al can only remember one or two things at a time. So maybe you right. called and you forgot. Mm. It's quite possible. Oh, you can only remember one or two things that are happening to you at once? Well, if I get distracted a lot by a mouse or... Some other little animal I would like to eat. What other animals are there besides mice? Just like crickets. Oh, uh, there's or bowls. Oh yeah. Bitch, you think I eat crickets? <laughs> I don't know what a. I don't know what. I don't know what. Crickets else. are too small for an owl. Rabbits. To eat. I could eat a rabbit if it were a small rabbit. So, uh, so you're listening to Mystic Party. Is there a reason you might have called? I'm a big fan of the biography. Oh really? Yes. Well, thank you. You know, as someone who can't remember things, I enjoy uh, when someone remembers things after the fact. Wow. So you, you, don't rem- you can only remember one or two things at a time, so you kind mm-hmm. of like it when, like, let's say uh, Megan said to you, you're sitting on a perch. Mm-hmm. You like that. Who is this? Uh, this is Mystic Party, the podcast. You called us. You, oh. you like my biography book. I know oh, things. Yes, I love that book. Honey, honey, who are you who are you talking to? Oh, I'm just talking to the Mystic Party podcast. Who, who's the guest? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh I, I know uh, why you're calling you. 
Megan, you want to introduce yourself again? <gasps> again. I'm I'm Megan Joy. Megan. Um, I'm, I'm a psychic. Your husband apparently loves my biography. I oh, love the honey, biography. How dare you call my husband edges to this biography <laughs> every day? I'm sorry, did you say your husband the owl edges to my this biography the owl every day? Edges to this biography. Honey, you know I'd be mad about this phone call. Well, I don't understand what the problem is. Because you're edging to another is the problem that I'm doing the edging to the book, or that I reached out to the woman in person? Both. I don't like either. <laughs> Owl, I believe you and your wife are going to have a very, very strong fight this evening. Oh, she's good. <laughs> That's what I like about you, Megan. I would pay for this kind of advice. Oh, would you? Really? How you would, much? You would pay for this kind of advice with someone. It's not really advice as much as it is a prophecy about your near future that seems inevitable. I just. It's really not even what she's saying. It's the way she writes or says it. I have wow. Book. <laughs> so maybe I should write another book, guys. Ooh, I hate you, but it's a good idea. Did you know you had such a large owl contingent and really, interested in your book? I really did not. I will have to tour Barnes now. It's that could be a whole, a whole, a whole. <laughs> See, and I had no idea. So this is really like this podcast has really just opened up doors for me. Oh, Whose oh. book club is it again? Oprah. And who is that? She's the owl. Oprah. Oh, she's the owl of Oprah. Yes. Hoopra, I got gotcha. you. Interesting. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Honey, will you get off the line? Okay, but oh, we're having a fight later. <laughs> Owls, we're so polite in the way that we fight. Anyways, I would encourage you to keep writing. You have a great writing voice. And I think that you could have a lo lot of owls reading your book. That's great. Thank huh? you for that advice, Owl. You know, Megan, have you thought about this as an audience? As people... people or animals or birds mm -hmm. can't remember things more than one or two things at a time. For example, an owl. Also, maybe a person with amnesia. Mm -hmm. Or also, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yes. Yeah, that'd be a good one. For the know, geriatric community. Geriatric community. Mm -hmm. Octogenarians. There's a lady who yeah. murders people. Maybe you want to get in with her. There could be something interesting happening there. I don't interesting. know. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. It's like. You have a lot of trouble. I mean, I love your book. She doesn't murder them. She just makes them go to sleep. But in your book, like, you have a lot of trouble confusing uh, when you're predicting something that might even be predictable. For example, an oncoming train and someone standing on the tracks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, might just by logic, might get hit. <clears throat> you know, you might be standing in the middle of the room. You hear wild sex noises coming from your bedroom. One of them sounds like your boyfriend. Um, then you predict that uh, he's sleeping with another woman. Or edging. <laughs> edging with another woman. With an owl or another woman. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you go in there, you discover, in fact, another woman. Was it an owl? Oh, it's a woman. It was a woman, yes. Okay. Yes, it was a woman this time. All right. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like... There's definitely an audience for this. I mean, from what I find, I mean, I've never written a book, but from what I find is when someone writes a book, what you do is you just write another one after that. Mm -hmm. You just do a follow-up book mm -hmm. to the book book 
that's popular. Absolutely. And then you sell it based on the fact that you've already written one book. That's from what I can tell. Yeah. You could do Save the Cat, Save the Cat. Again. 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 Ooh. Save it twice. Yeah. Or like you write Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Mm -hmm. and then you write Harry Potter and uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just write them all. All right, well, let's take one more call. We have a little bit more time. Um, let's see uh, if anybody else has any advice for you. But I feel like this is uh, this is your brand. Your brand is basically people have already forgotten that you wrote that first book and you just write another one. That sounds like a great little trick. It's a good brand. Um, can I get uh, line two? Hello, hello, it's me, Bob and Bobberts. I'm an agent at UCA, and I need to represent you, Megan. Oh, my gosh, you're <laughs> Bob not. Really? Bob and Bobberts? Yes. You're not the reporter. No, okay. that's Robin Roberts. Oh. I'm Bob and Bobberts, the agent at UCA. Yeah, okay, right. Megan, I love your stuff. Let's. I want to book you on pilots. I want to make a TV show about you, and I we got to sell another book. Oh my goodness! All of these sound like great ideas. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna make a pilot about? Uh, ever seen the show Psych on TBS? I have seen it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no like longer that. on the air, though. I don't think. No, that was a great show. That was my favorite show, and I've been dying to make another one. But this one we'll call Prof. Oh, it's- cool! And it's in, but that's a narrative show. You wanna you wanna just base it on Megan's life? Yes. So would I be in it, or would it just be about me? Well, honey, I've never seen you, but you sound beautiful, so you can be in it. Are you an actor, too? Um, I mean, I dabbled in elementary school. Oh, I was I, I saw, Alice in I, Alice in Wonderland. I knew that. Um, yeah. I just didn't know if you continued that, because you did write about it in your book. Mm, it's always been a love of mine. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. In Chapter 7, it says that you played the king in The King and I. Yeah, that it was a really great role reversal. I thought I thought yeah. that was great. Wow. I know you're probably not super okay with that, Zane, but no. it was a great performance. I actually, I believe that uh, a matriarch matriarchal societies are really good. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, like, some sort of as long as you still call the woman a king, I'm fine with it. Oh, okay. sure. Interesting. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Gender role reversal. Mm-hmm. Well, Bobbin. Yeah. Do you have other clients that have done well in this world? Like, do you have like people who write sort of like. Self-help books or prediction books or... Um, Do you have any mystics at all on your mystics roster? Mystics, generally? No. It's a big hole in my... In my Who do you represent? I represent... Um, I represented Judy Garland. That was a long time. Oh, wow. wow, you must be I've old. Been, I've been in the game forever. Are you a witch? How Wait, old are I mean, you? like, that was like 80 years ago. Okay. Oh. Can you speak up? What are you saying? Because we can't. We can. We're all on the line. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm nervous. You may as well just say it out loud. Can we also do the show though? We can still try to do the show. You're not really interested in selling a show. No, I'm more interested in getting you to my house so I can give you this witch doll that's buried in my yard. Do you want to get rid of it? My experience yeah, with how the that agent, you? Yeah, they don't do anything unless it benefits them. Mm-hmm. They'll look, barely look. lift a finger. That's true. That's true. That is what happens when you're an agent. This is what I've experienced. For 80 years, okay? Mm-hmm. It's my time to move on, but I can't because of this witch doll. Um, I, too, was a prophet. I knew Judy Garland was going to die, but I couldn't stop it because it happened. I predicted it at the same time it was happening. How did she die? Overdose. Oh, is that right? I thought it was in a tornado. No, mm. that's the show. That's the movie I booked for her, though. The Wizard yeah. of Oz. Oh, yeah. You booked that one. Mm-hmm. That was your booking. Yes. Wow, you really made her career. I did. I was a, I'm a great agent, but it's my time to move on. And... Where are you gonna, what are you going to do after this? I'm going to die. Oh, okay. You're not moving on to a different career path. 
I met a man once who uh, hung out with Judy Garland. Um, he he was in this. He worked on this movie called uh, called Gun. Feels relevant though. Please continue. It's not, it's not but um, but he talked about going over there, and that she was substance abusing. He was like a teenager. Oh. Yeah, I mean, um, it was my fault. I was giving her the drugs, and I knew she'd overdose, and then... Oh, because you had some prophecy about Yeah, I had the prophecy that I was going to give her drugs, and she'd overdose. You were giving her drugs? Yeah, it was to keep her awake and then to make her sleep. She had a busy schedule. She was the, the greatest star of her time. Wow. Yeah. She was the greatest star of her time. So wait, now that I'm learning a little bit more about prophecy, is that considered a prophecy? Or did she no, just that's murder? Just Judy murder. Garland. Just murder. No. Yeah, yeah. I think that's no. just straight up murder. Robin Bobberts is a prophet. And I have a little witch doll to prove it, okay? Why would I still be alive? So you want to get rid of this witch doll so you can die? Yes. Okay, well, if you're able to make and sell a TV show to oh. fulfill my brand you know, and name and help me sell my books i will take this witch doll from oh wow so she wants she's more sold on this branding than she is on the witch doll something i learned a long time ago that actually being a prophet is easier than selling a tv show mm. Mm. a lot of things are easier than being, selling a tv show being a doctor being a prophet anything Pretty much anything. But honey, okay. That's I'll your sign professional her. opinion as an agent. Oh, yes. you will sign her. I'll You're going to do her. it. So it's a win win for me anyway, because mm-hmm. if it, if the show doesn't go, then I can just still take the yeah. witch doll and hopefully sense. become a better prophet or learn about becoming a better prophet. You're willing to drop your current representation? Yes, absolutely. Great, great, great. Well, uh, thanks for calling, Bob and Bobberts. I mean, Megan, I feel like we solved your problem. I, I mean, it sounds like you're going to have probably a show premiering on Fox this fall. Yeah. And uh, you will take that little witch doll. Take the witch doll, make another book, hopefully grow my fan base and grow the really fan base. Help people. Work on your branding. Mm-hmm. You know, work on like that, reaching your audience, uh, maintaining it, get your 10,000 true followers. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And you yeah. know, I think we might know somebody uh, who could help you out by including you. <laughs> oh, it's me, Hoopra. Oh, Hoopra. Oh, Hoopra. Oh, gosh, yeah. you got her on the line? Whoa. Oh, I would love to have your second book in my book club. <gasps> Hoopra. You get a book. Thank you. you. Oh, wow. wow. Wow, you guys. Hoopra, uh, thanks for... I didn't know you were just on the line waiting to talk. I'm always on the line. I love the show. It's my favorite. And you call in every time and just wait on the line just in I case? Do. I'm all, just in case. I have something I can say. I, this is the first time I ever have. To be honest, I hate owls, and I usually tell uh, our assistant not to put her on. Well, shame uh, on who, sir? <sighs> on who are you? On who? <laughs> yes. On Zane. I don't know. You tell me. On Zane. Okay. On Zane. Right. Shame on me. Uh, so you want to do, you want Megan's next book? Oh, yes. And yeah. I'll, I'll have you be a guest on the show. It's in a tall tree in the Redwoods, but you should Oh, I love Redwood Trees. Oh, cool. For the next book, uh, your first one was called I Know That. I Knew It. What, what's your second one going to be called, maybe? It's probably going to be I Always Knew It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good sequel name. Mm-hmm. She yeah. added an extra word. Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. it adds, uh, you know, elements to your, like, 
different times in your biography. I don't like it when a biography just adds on the New Year's. I like it when they go back and they had go deeper. What do you think they skipped? They, she skipped a few years in there. You know, a lot of times the editor will go through and say, like, hey, you know, they're not that interested in made the highest grade in English. They're not mm. that interested in who uh, kissed the most boys. Um, but I'm interested in that. I want to know who kissed the who, most boys. Who was it? Who kissed the most boys? Yeah. Oh, that was me. Okay. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. See, that's a relevant that information. That surprises me because mm-hmm. in your current one, you don't talk about that at all. Yeah, I've, I've been hurt a lot. Mm. But you did kiss the most boys. I did kiss the most boys. Good for you. Live life to the fullest, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. And hopefully I'll be there to tell you right before you die. Yeah. Hope so. I could only only dream. Be a true blessing. Well, Megan, Oopra, Hoopra. Oh, I'm sorry. Hoopra. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Megan, uh, if people want to find you on the internet, where would they find you? They could find me all over the internet at Megan Lee Joy. They can lean joy. And Hoopra, where can they find you? They can find me. Uh, I am a writer for a UCB mod team, The New Deal. And they can find me. <laughs> they, I don't have really? Twitter. Yes, I love I love writing sketch cards. Are they all, are all the sketches about owls, owls? and I birds write a lot and stuff? Of feminism sketches and then a lot of owl sketches. Oh. Wow, it's so specific. I like one of those. That's just, no, owls you don't. You like neither. You don't like owls or feminism. Uh, I like uh, feminism. If oh. You're talking about like Ann Coulter. No, no. <laughs> Never. Uh, okay, so you're on a mod team. Yeah. It's good to know. Thanks, Cooper. And you can find me at Ebry Grant on Twitter. Grant, you know, uh, like and subscribe to uh, our podcast and check out other podcasts on Feral Audio. Uh, like Do Boys. Yeah. On. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of great new stuff coming out. Uh, Hour of Goon. That's one. That's one. Hour of Goon. Yeah. So go check it out. There's something for everybody. Bring your kids. Thanks for listening, Mr. Party. Bye. Bye. Feral Audio. It's Jacques. It's Carl. It's Edgar. And we are your boys from Against the Grain. Check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us or listen to us on your favorite podcasting app. We talk all the shit. We talk none of the shit. We talk a majority of the shit. You should check us out and listen. See just how much shit we really talk. Yeah, baby. Against the Grain. United States government. It is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.